Hello and welcome to Science to the T. I'm your host, Sky Smith, and today we are celebrating a holiday-themed episode. This morning, I'm sipping on some peach mango green tea. I even added a little bit of honey to bring out some of the other flavors like ginger and peppermint. Yum. So grab your favorite mug and let's talk about some tremendously cool new research on bacteria that help Christmas trees grow. We all know that Christmas is a pretty big holiday in many places around the world. All throughout the month of December, you'll see flashing Christmas lights, ribbons, sparkles, and of course, the quintessential Christmas tree. Now, Christmas trees are part of the plant genus Abies, and there are about 40 species of this tree that predominantly grow in the northern regions where it's colder. According to the Christmas Tree Growers Council of Europe, around 120,000 hectares are planted with Christmas trees in Europe each year. And the majority of these are the Abies Nordmaniana, which I think I pronounced right, which are also known as the Nordman fir, which are the cute fluffy ones that I think of when I imagine a Christmas tree. Sadly, this type of tree takes a lot longer to grow than others. As an example, the Norway spruce takes about five to six years to reach six feet, but the Nordman fir takes about 10 years. Along with that, it tends to take longer for these seeds to even sprout. To help the seeds speed up in the growing process, many farmers started using chemical plant growth regulators, but these are starting to be phased out because of the concerns on their impact to human health and the environment. So people have started looking into other potential ways to help these cute fluffy fir trees grow faster, while not harming people or the environment. Thus, new methods are currently being explored and have included looking into plant growth promoting bacteria as these trees grow. This brings us to today's paper, which was peer-reviewed and published in the journal Frontiers in Microbiology just last month. In this paper, Adriana Garcia-Lemos and colleagues work together to identify bacteria in the roots of Christmas trees that help them grow. In this paper, the researchers collected one to three-year-old baby trees from three Christmas tree nurseries in Denmark and Germany. All of these little trees came from the same parent tree in Denmark. The roots and the surrounding dirt were collected and the bacteria from them were grown in dishes. They then isolated the bacteria and identified them by their DNA using PCR and gene sequencing. A lot of us probably know what PCR is nowadays because of COVID tests, but real quick, PCR stands for polymerase chain reaction, and it's a way to amplify or bump up the amount of DNA in a sample so that you can analyze it and identify specific genes of interest. I personally love performing PCR because it's really easy and it's relatively fast with the machines we have. So these researchers take the roots and the surrounding dirt, then grind them up and get the bacteria from them. They grow the bacteria up and then they get all this information about their genes. The researchers collected 551 samples and identified 126 strains of bacteria based on the way they looked and their DNA. They then looked at the 16S rRNA gene, which is used to identify bacterial species and differentiate between closely related bacteria species, and found that they were working with about 40 bacterial species. The difference here between bacterial species and a strain is that a strain contains a slightly different genetic variant or subtype of a species. So they're still super similar, but ever so slightly different, making them the same species but a different strain. 
From here, the authors picked 60 bacterial strains that matched the general diversity of bacteria found in the roots to test on seed germination and growth pouches. To do this, the group basically cleaned the outside of the seeds, then rolled them around in the specific bacterial strains and put them in sterilized grow pouches. These experiments were performed three separate times with six seeds each time. That's a lot of seeds. From here, 12 of these strains significantly increased seed germination after 20 days. Overall, the Painobacillus, I think I pronounced that right, and Bacillus strains induced the highest germination percentages of over 40%. So they took the top three contenders that helped the most and tested the effects of these on tree growth. These top three were the Painobacillus S37, S40, and Bacillus S50. So they rolled these seeds around in those top three strains of bacteria and let them grow for 30 days in a greenhouse and kept them at about 18 degrees Celsius or around 64 degrees Fahrenheit. The researchers then measured their root length, root volume, and number of root tips using an automated software called WinRhizo. I think the rhizo stands for rhizome, which basically is roots. The software was literally made for measuring roots. For some reason, I think that's super cute. I love it. So when they measured the root length, volume, and number of tips, they found that while there were no statistically significant changes, meaning the amount of change was too small to not be considered random or error, the S37 strain showed a slight increase in the root length and root volume. What is interesting to me, and something the authors also mention, is that both the S37 and S50 bacteria seem to have an effect on the length of the little branches coming out from the main root. Seedlings treated with these two bacterial strains looked like they had longer branches on their roots, but the authors didn't quantify this, and I don't really know why. Next, this group took things a little bit further and looked at the effects of these bacteria on the health of the roots. Much like humans, plants are exposed to outside stressors that they have to respond to. For plants, these are mostly drought, large temperature changes, and high soil salinity. Plants, also like humans, have antioxidant proteins in their cells that help them fight off these stressors. What is super cool here is that all three of the bacterial strains showed significant effects on the antioxidative protein activity levels in the roots, stems, and shoots, increasing the activity of good response proteins and reducing the activity of bad stressor proteins. They then looked at the different types of bacteria around the roots after 30 days in the greenhouse. This is pretty cool because they found specifically the Pinobacillus S37 had significantly more remaining after 30 days, more than the S40 strain and the Bacillus S50 strain, and the control. Along with this, the Bacillus S50 strain didn't seem to stick around after 30 days of growth, and it was about the same levels as controls. So I wonder what that Painobacillus S37 strain is doing. Finally, this group took these trees into the real world. For these field trials, they took 300 two-year-old plants and divided the trees into four groups, giving 75 trees per group. They dunked the entire root system basically in buckets of bacterial strains or water as a control. 
They then let these little guys grow for 18 months and pulled them up again to look at their roots and their uh, leaves, the little needle leaves. This is super cool. They found that the trees treated with the Painobacillus S37 strain had fluffier roots. The number of secondary roots had nearly doubled. And on top of that, the needles had 12% more chlorophyll in them. What? So cool. This S37 strain made the roots poof out, which theoretically could give them more nutrients, and had more chlorophyll in their leaves. Now, sadly, this is where they end the study. I wish they would have done height measurements or more health analyses on these older trees, but hey, if you were waiting two years for trees to grow, you'd probably want to publish this paper as quickly as possible, too. <laughs> Either way, this study shows that the selected strains both stimulated seed germination and helped produce plant growth-promoting traits of Christmas trees. I hope you enjoyed this holiday episode as much as I truly enjoyed making it. I hope everyone has a happy and safe holiday season. Stay tuned for more info and a sneak peek for next week. Yay! Thank you for listening to Science to the T. Please rate or comment to help me make this the best learning experience possible. Or you can simply email science to the T at gmail.com. Tune in next Wednesday for another terrific episode as we talk about the effects of green tea on neurodegeneration.